If you're tired of GoDaddy, just say no, Daddy. And call Southwest Cyberport today at 505-232-7992 or go to swcp.com, Southwest Cyberport. New Mexico's expert internet service provider since 1994. Welcome to Social Cue with me, your host, Ashley Buffington. Each week, I'll be sitting down with local influencers, businesses, and movers and shakers, where they're going to give you all of their tips and tricks and tell you all the things they love about our beautiful state of New Mexico. And of course, guys, there will be giveaways. Make sure you tune in every Friday. That's Social Cue. to Social Cue. I am your host, Ashley Buffington, and happy Friday, guys. Super excited for today's live episode where I'm going to be sitting down with the aesthetic queen, Kata Baron herself. Welcome, Kata. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so happy to have you here. We were talking about how exciting it is that we finally are meeting in the flesh. I know, I feel like we know each other just because of Instagram. <laughs> I know, we've been Instagram buddies for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think I've been watching kind of your growth and your story for the past, I don't know, I'd say maybe five to seven years. But does, wow. Am I like crazy to say that? Does that <laughs> seem about right? It's wild that Instagram has been around that long. I know. It is crazy. It is weird. And it's weird that like, I don't know, people do keep up with you. You know, it's a it's an interesting platform. It really is. I completely agree with you. I have a love-hate relationship with it, oh, to tell you the truth. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you do Instagram so well. I do want to say that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I do not have it figured out at all. But <laughs> Well, you're faking it real good then. Oh, thank you. You as well. You're doing great. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I think that like once you kind of figure out like your aesthetic, so to mm -hmm. speak, it really does help in the terms of branding yourself and kind of the direction to go. Yeah, it's pretty amazing like the companies and small businesses how they've been able to utilize the platform to generate business and growth and everything it's pretty amazing yeah I completely agree and someone like you who is so creative and so talented in those creative arts I think Instagram is a great way to show those talents that you have yeah I agree it's I mean it's a way of expressing it can be whatever you want however you want whenever so I would agree with you yeah, absolutely. Well, so yeah, I would love for you to give our listeners today maybe a little bit of a background of your connection to New Mexico. And then after you give us our connection, we'll dive in a little bit to what you're doing right now. Correct? Okay, sounds good. Um, I'm born and raised in New Mexico, Albuquerque. Um, I grew up with a family full of artists, very creative. And so I think I always was kind of going to be in that line of work in some way um, and I started to do makeup when I was probably 11 just really playful like with other kids like face painting and that just developed into a passion but at that time I had no idea that makeup could be a career we didn't even have a Sephora at that time um, oh my gosh I call those the dark ages <laughs> <laughs> it was it was wild to think that there was ever a time that 
Sephora didn't exist, but um, it existed, just not in New Mexico at that time. I know. We're always like the last to get good things, right? <laughs> I, I would agree. I'm still waiting for the Ikea. Like, I know. I completely agree I, with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was um, interested in makeup, but I didn't know that that was a career path whatsoever. And I was visiting family in San Francisco, and I went into my first Sephora, and I was like, you know jaw dropped yeah exactly <laughs> the chimes ring for you right. and everything <laughs> yeah and um I spoke to someone that worked there a guy and he said I went to school for this this is my whole life like he was very proud and passionate that you know he did makeup for a living and I looked at my mom and I was just like oh my gosh you can I could go to school for this I always really struggled in school with academics it just was not my thing I had learning disabilities and I just had never found anything that I was super passionate about um and it's really funny that I like ended up doing makeup because I grew up in a family where we were very creative we were always painting sculpting doing lots of stuff but my mom was a hippie like she never wore any makeup so it's weird that like this is the path that I've chosen but anyway so I met Sephora in San Francisco learned that makeup can be a career look at my mom like this is what I want to do. And we did some research and we found schools throughout the country. Um, and I chose a school called Makeup Designery in Burbank, California. And I went to school and that was almost 14 years ago. Oh my so, gosh, that's crazy. That's pretty weird. <laughs> well, so it's funny that you said that about your mom. So I grew up kind of in a similar household. Well, my, not that they were like, you know, artists in that kind of sense, but my mom wasn't like really into fashion. She wasn't really into makeup, but she always really let me kind of dive into those creatives for myself. And I like love makeup. I love fashion. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of interesting. I really like relate with you on that is like mm -hmm. that wasn't really part of like how right. I was raised, but it's interesting how something can just connect to you like that. Yeah, definitely. I think I also, you know, it's also generation based. Like I grew up watching my grandmother who grew up in a different era than my mom, you know, very glamorous, put on lipstick every night before dinner, like had her vanity set up. So I saw that as well. But my I'm day to day, same though. That's so <laughs> weird. Like my grandma was very like glamorous. Like yeah. she would get dressed, she would draw, she right. did like all of this really like feminine, yeah, kind of things. Yeah, my mom was definitely you know an adventurous hippie. She was like, she got her ballooning license. She was one of the first women in New Mexico to get her ballooning license. So she was more adventurous, right? And stuff. But she was also very artistic. So. And always a very, both my parents were very encouraging and supportive of whatever I wanted to do. So I, I think, love that. yeah, that's how that definitely has to do with why I have any success is because their support and encouragement. Oh, that's so cool. So while you were in Burbank, how long did that schooling take? Um, you can take, take different programs, different courses, um, which will determine how long you're there. Um, I did the full course minus the lab work with special effects. So like building prosthetics, I opted out of just because, whereas I knew that would be extremely interesting, it just wasn't like, worth the money for me or the time because I knew that wasn't going to be where I was going um, professionally. So I was there for a little less than a year. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then so after you finished with school, where did you go next or what did you do next? That was uh, like 2009. So right when the film industry in New Mexico started to 
buzz and all that started to happen. Um, so my plan was I'm going to move back to New Mexico and get my foot in the door doing film. Um, and I did move back and I just felt paralyzed by like fear of what is next. How do I get to the next step of my career? I don't know anybody in film, blah, blah, blah. So I started waitressing and just kind of putting off that like, okay, you know, you know, the next step. Absolutely. I think a lot of people experience that when, you know, getting a degree of any kind, it's like, what is next? How do I get to that next step? Um, so I waitressed and then I had a friend that we actually got a Sephora (laughs) while I was away (laughs) and, um, she was working there and she was like, we're taking applications. You have to come in right now and apply. And I did. And I got the job. And honestly, that's probably the reason why I continued to do makeup because it put me back in that element and that like world of makeup every day. I was selling makeup. I was working with new makeup. And mind you, when I was in school, I was working with their brand, which is great. But working at Sephora really widened my perspective of makeup and the clientele. I wasn't working on models. I was working on people of all ages, all skin types, all skin tones. Um, So that was really beneficial to me education wise. Um, And it just immersed me in the world still. I learned a lot and I had my little community. still didn't do any film it just to this day it's not really my thing I've done some short films here and there but it's just you have to be a certain breed of person to work in the film industry and it's amazing but it's like a lifestyle well yeah because it takes a lot of hours like and you have to kind of I think probably and correct me if I'm wrong but like kind of drop your life yeah that is to go and do that yeah absolutely I have a friend who's been in the film does makeup for the film industry for a long time and that is her life like you know she goes home to sleep but that's about it right so it's it's, a commitment yeah and it's I I enjoy it but I like to do multiple things and there's no way I would be able to if I was doing film so right well and it seems like you have that nice connection to New Mexico and so you kind of want to keep that connection going yeah and I mean there's there's more opportunity for makeup in New Mexico than just film we have a huge like wedding industry here a lot of people from out of state come to Santa Fe to get married so there's a a wide range of what you can do with makeup in New Mexico it's not only film yeah absolutely so you do some work um, on location right so if someone has a wedding or if they have a photo shoot you go and do makeup for that as well don't you yeah absolutely I have a couple of clients that have clothing boutiques or small businesses that do um, commercials regularly or just brand stuff or even now stuff for Instagram, just content-based. So we do stuff like that. We do a lot of headshots. um, And yeah, a lot of weddings. That's, you know, one of our, my businesses uh, revolves mainly around hair and makeup for weddings. Um, but yeah, there's so much opportunity here. I mean, music videos. I did a music video for oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, Meow Wolf uh, with Lil John. I think it was. Oh my god, oh, that's total, so great. Too many Lil Lil John. I will say it just wasn't Lil Wayne. I know that. <laughs> I think it was Lil John. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so no, cool. No, it was T-Pain. Oh my gosh. It was, it was T-Pain. T-Pain. Okay, I mean, he's uh, probably listening, so yeah, we're sorry, yeah. T-Pain. We apologize in advance. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity for people that are interested in makeup in New Mexico. Well, yeah, absolutely. So when people saw that I was going to have you on, a lot of people were messaging me like, oh, my gosh, Kata is so talented. Mm -hmm. Nicole, if you're listening specifically, she was like, please say hi to her. She's my go-to for any photo shoot. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. I think I need to have you do my makeup. I'd be curious yeah, to see to. how you would do my makeup. It's always fun to have someone do your makeups to see like yeah. what you kind of pick out because it's features, right? You probably like to highlight specific things about people that you see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think every makeup artist has kind of like their thing, um, but I can do different styles of makeup based on different things that I'm doing. Um, like I said, I do weddings. I do some editorial stuff, which needs to be like cleaner softer no makeup makeup and then sometimes i work on music videos which is more of like the instagram version of makeup so it's a a beat face as they will you know um so i think it really depends on the person and the setting and why we're doing makeup what it's for the styling for it yeah 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 so um but yeah, I would love to do your makeup. <laughs> Super fun. All right, let's do it. Everyone heard. You've got to hold her to it. <laughs> so wonderful. Well, I love you sharing like so, a little bit about like your makeup background, mm-hmm. but you um, do a lot of other things too. Mm-hmm. I believe it's, um, g- is it called ginger? Something ginger. Something ginger. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about something ginger. Yeah. So that is hair and makeup related as well. My business partner, Diana Serna, um, she and I actually met at Sephora. We both worked there and stayed friends for a long time. I moved away to California again. She lived in Colorado for a little while. Um, she primarily does hair and she approached me a few years ago when I was, she knew I was moving back to New Mexico and said, I have this idea about creating a hair and makeup collective because there's not really, there aren't agencies. There's not, you know, a lot of representation for hair and makeup artists in the Southwest really like there are in, you know, bigger cities. Um, and it is, geared towards weddings we do makeup and hair for other things as well but that's like our bread and butter that's what we market to um so she had this idea to create a collective so we i think we have seven artists in our collective and we basically do all the back-end work for them the contracts you know the marketing the scheduling everything and um, we send them out on jobs so we connect them with brides um, or couples and get them work in town or oh, really all amazing. over. We Right before the pandemic, we were in Hawaii. That was like the last job that we did right before COVID. Oh so that was interesting. But you yeah. truly had to aloha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We almost got stuck in Hawaii, which wouldn't have been that bad. But It's not the worst place right, to be right. stuck in, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but our name for anyone that doesn't know who we are, we're both redheads. So ginger and the something comes from something borrowed something blue something old something new the you know the saying when you're getting married so we're something ginger we're the something that you need oh that's perfect well i'm glad that you brought up um (laughs) marriage and wedding because i do want to (laughs) congratulate you on your recent engagement thank you thank you that's super exciting for you guys it is it does it feels very surreal because for the last 13 years i've done 
everyone else's wedding, you know? Yes. And so it's weird that it's like my time. It doesn't really feel like yeah, that. Yeah, always <laughs> the makeup artist, never the bride. And exactly. It's kind of yeah, I know. It's wild. You probably have quite the Rolodex of people who want to step up to help you, though, on the big day. I, I've had my vendors picked out for a very long time. Honestly, before... <laughs> my man even you know so like i know this this, yeah yeah so i have i have that locked in for the most part oh that's amazing but yeah congratulations you You are going to make a beautiful bride i can't wait to see your guys's big day thank you do you kind of know when you guys are thinking um we are thinking next year next like winter probably but we're still trying to figure out nail that down and make sure all of our key vendors are available because it's been such a crazy year for everyone because of covid a lot of i mean our business has been greatly affected and you know we're trying to be as flexible and helpful with our um clients because they had to reschedule yeah they had to like push things everything yeah so the whole industry is a little wonky right now just with scheduling so yeah and wonky is one of my favorite words i'm wonky use that wonky tonky yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a good word it's really good word um so but that's super i cannot i really can't wait to see the pictures thank you it's gonna be so good yeah it's exciting it'll be really really good it's a lot of pressure too though like that's true i mean you know because you can fantasize on pinterest for years or whatever but then when it comes down to it it's like you only get hopefully knock on wood one wedding you know to do what you want so i just want to make sure that we're not doing anything that's trendy and you know cool right yeah we want to do something that in five ten thirty years we're gonna still like but yeah i agree with you on that i tried to go really simple with my wedding for that same exact reason yeah there's so many options it's very overwhelming it's expensive it is for a day yeah you say wedding before anything wedding dj wedding venue wedding catering it's like three times more expensive oh yeah but i from being on the other side of it i really understand why it's a lot of pressure there's a lot of changes it's a lot Right, and you usually get what you pay for with that kind of stuff. Absolutely, yeah. So I think at the end of the day, you just have to determine, like, what's important to you and what you want and then find people that are matching that for you. That totally makes sense. That care, you know? Yeah, no, that's perfectly said. They, like, align with what you're wanting to happen. Yeah, align with. Oh, I like that. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. So... We know that you're a fantastic makeup artist, and you're so talented. A good photographer as well. You do a lot of photography, don't you? No. Oh, you don't do photography? No. <laughs> I thought you did some of your photography. No, no, no. I'm no. lying. I work with amazing <laughs> photographers, so I get great content and imagery, but I, I don't know how to work a camera oh. other than my iPhone. I mean, but all your pictures are good, so I'm assuming you have Thank some you. sort of creative behind you. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of help. I have a lot of resources. But yeah, I don't. I don't do anything. Oh, that's funny. I always just thought you were a photographer. Also, (laughs) I just assumed. I'm glad I'm learning things here. One skill I do not have. (laughs) I'm not not, like I bought a camera and I just like can't get into it. I prefer just doing it on my phone. Yeah. And then editing on my phone and then posting. Yeah, I can't. I mean, years ago I bought like a vlogging camera because i was like i'm gonna do the youtube thing and i'm gonna blow up and make all the money same girlfriend all the sponsorships (laughs) and that just never happened i mean youtubers influencers really like don't get the credit that they deserve because of how much 
knowledge you have to have to make something quality and like using a camera editing all the settings is just beyond me i like always say i'm gonna do it and i just it's not well you're kind of busy doing other things so that's i'm very busy and i just can't i mean it's either paying somebody else to do it or you learn to do it and a lot of you know people just learn how to do it but i don't have the capacity for that so Definitely Same. not going to be a photographer <laughs> or even probably a vlogger anytime soon. <laughs> you never know, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for offering the giveaway to your Southwest Law. And I would love to talk a little bit about how you moved into this direction of interior design, <laughs> creating these spaces, and then turning them into Airbnbs. Because I think that that's so cool. And when you first started it, I was like, oh my gosh. And I just like loved seeing how you create these spaces that kind of are similar, but each of them have their own heart yeah, to them. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So I bought my first property in 2013. Uh, it was a loft, the loft that we're uh, donating to the giveaway. Um, I bought it with the intent of it being an investment property. I was at that time living in New Mexico, but was going to go back to LA to pursue a different type of, or not different type of makeup, but just like makeup with celebrities and a different clientele. Um, so I lived in that property for three years and then I had a renter for three years. And at that time I had no intention of doing Airbnb. I don't even know honestly when Airbnb started, um, but it wasn't on my radar. So I was living in LA and I was just honestly in a really dark place in my life. I wasn't, um, happy with where my career was. I felt very stuck and just kind of, again, paralyzed by like what's next how do I get to this next step um and I had started to hear about Airbnb and thought that that was pretty interesting and so my tenant's lease was up and I decided to not renew it for a fourth year and that I was going to flip it and do turn it into an Airbnb and so I always tell people that kind of saved me because I had been doing makeup for so long at that point and I was just kind of I needed a break from it. I needed people always call me by my um, Instagram handle. They call me Kata Makeup. And I felt like that was starting to take a negative tone on me, that makeup was my identity and the only thing that I, like, was my worth. Right, and you felt like I have more value that I bring to the table. Yeah, I just felt very stagnant with my creativity and where I was going, and I wasn't inspired, and I honestly just wanted to, like, throw my kid away. And so I, it was a great opportunity to do something creative, to go back in that space and do something completely different I had never done before. So I always say that it kind of saved me. It like revived my like self-worth. It revived my creativity. It showed me that I could do more than just makeup. Um, so I did just that and it was like wildly successful. I was making three times what I made with a long-term tenant and it just like took off and I found so much pleasure just like corresponding with the guests and doing every aspect of it. I really enjoyed it. That's amazing. Well, because I'm sure everyone that stayed there afterwards, they would give you a rave review because the space is so beautiful and it's something that's so different. I think you really um, molded 
like modern with like that older like southwestern kind of aesthetic coming together yeah i i mean when people are traveling here they want to see the southwest right they're interested in the culture and you know we have if you're if you're not from the southwest like seeing adobe i mean i remember when my fiance first came to visit he was like why are the, all the roofs flat like you know <laughs> right? so when you live here you don't really think anything of it or it's maybe not as special to you but as a traveler that aesthetic is very cool and it's unique um but the loft it's very industrial it's a loft you know so it has concrete floors it does have beams and like a lot of natural elements but um, I definitely wanted to keep that in mind when furnishing it and stylizing it, um, that this wasn't a traditional like adobe New Mexican home. So, but I think that that's still fun. I mean, you can go certain places, certain hotels, and it's like too much Southwestern down your throat. You know what I mean? Yep. So I do try to have that balance of like modern, but also keep it authentic to the culture and have those little aspects to yeah, it kind of like a southwest with a twist yeah sure yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but you've done it really really well i love Thank it you. and i agree with you because i'm native new mexican as mm -hmm. well and like growing up here i don't think i really appreciated it when i was younger i always was like looking to other styles other places i'm like that's so much cooler why don't we have that yeah. here yeah. but as i've gotten older and the home that we've it. moved into yeah. is southwestern but mm -hmm. trying to figure out like a little bit more of my like modern and molding that in with the southwestern right i've really like grown to love it like a oh, lot yeah. and i'm like embracing it yeah i love it too it's so funny when you're 16 or whatever you're like i hate this place why did you have to move here mom why did you have me here you know right but now it's like yeah i value it so much more and even just energetically i know everyone that's local to new mexico like knows there's just something about new mexico that's enchanting you know it really is I, it's hard to explain but i really truly feel that on a energetic level like when i'm traveling or i've spent a lot of time in los angeles i've lived there many times and i just don't match with it energetically like i feel the vibe is different yeah and it's not just like the vibe it's like vibrational no, true yeah exactly. truly you know it just and I have a lot of friends that move there and that was their vibe but New Mexico has just this magic touch you know and it I do know I, yeah, I feel it. the exact same <laughs> way about it yeah I'll go to other places and I'm like yeah this is nice but I just feel a real connection here I don't yeah. know if it's like the mountains I don't know if it's the desert or maybe all of the above but I, I just love so it. many different things and different things to different people but there is a undoubtable energetic pull here yeah i like the people here too it's so eclectic yeah mm -hmm. you can meet like a little bit of somebody that comes from everywhere which i think yeah. is really cool yeah we have a lot of people that transplant here and love it and never leave yeah exactly <laughs> like my parents they're yeah my entrapment <laughs> yeah i know i i definitely you know said that many times when i was younger the land of entrapment or whatever but yep. i feel very very happy to be here yeah i'm happy that i'm trapped yeah i love it <laughs> keep me yes keep me I, I love it i love it it's perfect so the southwest loft is not your only space correct you right. have 
some other spaces. Do you want to yeah. share those a little bit? Because they're all a little bit different. Yeah. So we manage a total of five. Oh, um, my gosh. Most of them are within our family. So my parents have been into real estate for a long time. They have a couple of properties that they do long-term rentals in Los Lunas. Um, but when they saw how well mine was doing and profitable, they were interested. And so we went in on a property together. And that was our second Airbnb, which is Casita de Cacti. And then this last December, they got another loft near the university, which is the Desert Clay Loft. And then my sister also got a property downtown, a little cute house. Um, and that's Casa Luna. And then we're managing um, my friend Lex's property. And she styled that one on her own. And she did an amazing job. It's called the Burke Bungalow. And people are loving that one. It's it's kind of got like a fun 70s vibe. But um, if you follow her Instagram, it shows like the whole renovation process. And she really did a great job like restoring it to like, I think it's 1920 Spanish bungalow. Like, it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out. I'm sure I'm yeah. following her, but just I need to, like, dive in a little bit yeah. closer and yeah. see it. And it's in Old Town. It's, like, a block away from Slowburn Coffee. Old Town's just such a beautiful vibe. It's, like, that has a whole different energy. It's just, like, easy living. Very I agree beautiful. with you. And it's really started to... Um, be redeveloped yeah in the past mm-hmm. i'd say about five years i've really seen mm-hmm. like a re-emergence yeah. of that downtown area yeah yeah it's, and i can see why yeah it's beautiful and i'm glad that they're really like as far as i've seen staying true to kind of the area it, as it's like originating you know like yes vibe. <laughs> right, it stays with the pulse still kind yeah, of in that yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah because sometimes when people come in and they, you know, renovate, then they go, like, too far in a direction, right. and then you, like, lose a little bit of the heart of that area. Yeah, we want Old Town to stay Old Town. Old Town. So, yeah. Yeah, because you want people to come here and see, because I love looking at old pictures of Albuquerque yeah. and things like that, because it just, I don't know, you, like, see the people, and you just, like, think, like, they all have, like, their different stories, and yeah. they're, like, going around. I don't know, it's just, like, I don't know. I've always been yeah. like that about older things. Yeah, New Mexico. I mean, isn't isn't Santa Fe one of like the first? Um, it was like one of the first cities in America. Yeah. Well, because it would have been along. Yeah. The trail. Yeah. yeah. So there's so much history and culture in our beautiful little state. <laughs> I know it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, perfect. So, um, in the terms of you know having an Airbnb. Do you have any interesting stories along the way, either going through the process of renovation or even, I would assume that you maybe get some less than desirable um, people to rent out your space to? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's quite a journey. I think anybody that does any remodeling on their home you know, you have that camaraderie. It's like, it's painful. Like it, nothing ever goes as planned. Worse or for better. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's always takes longer. There's always like a hiccup. So we ha- we never did any huge remodels. We redid the stairs at one of our properties, but we hired out for that. And so that was a little less painful. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot to invest blood sweat tears money you know into properties and there's always 
something that goes wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Always something. But I don't, you know, those might not be the most interesting stories. But for the most part, we have amazing guests. We haven't had too many problems or anything that's like, you know, steered us away from wanting to continue to do short-term rentals. But... Yeah, we've had, you know, a couple... We, I've had to break up some parties here and there. That's what I wondered. Oh, yeah. And I'm not scared to. I'm not scared to. Because <laughs> that's my baby. I've, like, put so much time, energy, investment into it that I care about it. And so if anyone's mistreating her... Yeah. Like, so how do you find out about that? Do they, like, tag you in an Instagram story or something? <laughs> then you hustle over there or what? I, that has happened, yeah. <laughs> I've seen... And I mean, we're, you know, coming from a creative standpoint, like I've rented Airbnbs to do photo shoots and I want to be able to share my space with people. And I, I like, we just rented a, a Airbnb in Arizona to do our engagement photos and I had to pay $250 just to shoot there. Wow. And that's their business. And I respect that they've curated a beautiful place. So I understand why, you know, to some degree why they want to like, protect that or get benefit from that if you want that aesthetic but we don't charge people extra to shoot in our space unless it's like a huge production you know that's going to be more than the people that are allowed to stay at the property um so we try to be very open-minded when people want to use the space for uh creative purposes other than just you know staying and sleeping in the place but we don't want to charge them but that we've learned from lessons like you know boundaries and having to create policies around that to protect our spaces um so yeah for example we a guy rented it and had gave us no indication that he was going to use it for a photo shoot and i i think another makeup artist like dm'd me and was like look i'm in your beautiful home like it's so gorgeous and i was like thanks like why are you there there? yeah (laughs) i was like you're not so you know john doe like why are you why are you there and um so i was then you know glued to her stories every time she posted anything and they were doing a photo shoot and i was like okay don't overreact like it's okay and i was just watching and they were rearranging everything in this was like a few years ago but they were rearranging all the furniture like and it was the loft it's only 900 square feet it's not the biggest space and it's in a building that's fairly quiet you know and i've been on photo shoots that's like you want energy you want to play loud music there's probably some drinking going on and so i was just like don't don't freak out (laughs) yeah and um my business partner Diana was with me and I was like watching it and we went and did an errand and I was like all right this is it like I'm going over there and we walk into the building and she's you know she's not as uh confrontational (laughs) so she was like oh my god Kata like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do like what am I gonna have to do like to back you up (laughs) and so I walk into the building and the the noise from my, my unit was just echoing and I that just blood boiling got the fire going yeah I became a lion and I just banged on the door and the guy opened it and he had a very like cavalier like yeah kind of and then I I said his name I don't remember his name but I was just like hi John and he was like (gasps) like his eyes got lit up like just like (laughs) 
mom knows like <laughs> yeah, I'm in exactly. trouble and I was just like what are you doing you know and he just hanging out like not not nothing too much and I just gave it to him straight like I know you're having a photo shoot in there like I've seen it all over Instagram that is fine you need to put back everything that you rearranged and like we're gonna talk about this after and they did they put everything back and nothing was broken everything was fine but just like scenarios like that we have had things broken or sheets stained or whatever um so we're just you know we have i think a pretty good like system of when somebody does inquire or just saying like we're shoot friendly but you need to tell us and you need to tell us the details and then we'll tell you what is allowed and what's not but yeah absolutely yeah. Oh, that's a good one, though. I love that. I felt like, and hopefully you take this as a compliment, that was like Kardashian energy. Like going to the door and then just being like, excuse me, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem, uh, you know, raising my voice when I need to and standing up for, especially, you know, like we're, I'm managing, that was my property, but if it's my family's property, absolutely. You know, like, I have no problem. You get like extra protective when yeah. it's someone you care about. Yeah, I'm the same kind yeah, of way. Absolutely. And it's like we've all put in, I know the work we've put in daily to get, you know, t- so I'm not afraid to say what I need or do what I need to do. But, you know, I'm not going to, I've never had to kick anyone out. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, and I love too that people can, I, I don't know if you still do this, but you used to, they could rent the space by hour. To be able to do photography. Do you still do that? We do that with our home, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we, last October, moved into this really cool building downtown. It's a three-level condo, um, and it's, like, all windows, so it's a beautiful natural light, and it's really cool, like, architecturally. So we rent that one out by the hour, but the B&Bs, it just doesn't really make sense with the format to do, to block it off. Right, I wouldn't think it that. would make sense, yeah. so that's why I was, like... Yeah, people ask a lot about that. They're like, we just need to shoot for an hour, but it just doesn't make sense with the the model that we have. Well, yeah, and well, and you still have to pay for someone to clean it, right? Regardless if they weren't there for an hour or if they were there for twelve hours, you still right. have to clean up after them the same way. Yeah, yeah. So we just recommend if you want to shoot in the space that you book it through the app, like a normal stay, and then we just give you different guidelines for. The shooting policies but um we haven't been renting our home out lately for photo shoots but we do sometimes yeah i think that that would be sometimes cool but sometimes it'd be kind of weird because different people have different energy and i don't know about you but when certain people are in my space Mm -hmm. like you can feel their energy afterwards and things like that so i i think that that would sometimes be a little weird it is it is weird i think i have like a better I've like learned how to detach because when I first, my first Airbnb, you know, I put so much into it and mind you, I lived there for three years, not right after or right when I started Airbnb it, but I did have attachment and I had to like, you know, I picked out every cup and you know, everything like that. So the same. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to quickly learn, like you need to like set boundaries, like people are in here, but also we do all of our properties uh, like a smart lock or a self check-in. So I don't physically meet these people ever unless there's an issue. So it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. But yeah, when it is your own home and you're like, they are surrounded by my personal everyday things, that is a little weird. We've only done it 
to people that like rented it out to people that we know slightly if not well so it hasn't gotten to where but my fiance is definitely more like this is more pain than it is like worth but i yeah i, I feel like if i approached my husband with that idea he'd look like yeah like i was like, crazy oh, yeah. yeah he'd be like no you can take pictures here no yeah. <laughs> well, but then i'm like uh it's paying our bills like do you, you know what I mean? but i don't know we might I think we take it case by case, you know. Absolutely. So. Well, and it's a beautiful space. It is really beautiful. I, and that's really nice of you to share that much with people, too, to, like, really share um, your creativity and things like that because it's competitive, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that people, like, see what you're doing and then they mm-hmm. want to taste, right? Sure. I think there will always be that in any industry, in any, like, for any artist. But I think it's just about, like, having confidence in what you're doing and somebody can buy the same things or you know just try to do the same recipe but it's still not going to be exactly the same so I try to not let that get in my mind so much or but. tell yourself it's the greatest flattery right when people try to like copy you a bit you're like well thank sure, you sure. I'm glad that you think it's wonderful yeah. so what are some of your favorite places to shop in the terms of like styling your different spaces because you definitely probably have some specific places that you like to grab things right yeah absolutely I mean in a perfect world there are lots of you know places that I wish we could afford to shop or you know sometimes we just we we get a lot of stuff from Ikea because things do break accidents happen so not everything that we put into the space is like top-notch quality but we try to have that good balance of like something that's going to be inexpensive that if it breaks or gets stolen or goes missing or whatever it's not going to break the bank or the end of the world for us but then we like to have nice touches and we like to do a lot of like get things from local companies or local businesses in town just to add like a touch of New Mexico or you know we like to shop local when we can so it's a mixture of things but we get a lot of stuff from Ikea, World Market, Target, um, sometimes West Elm Mm, <laughs> it depends on the thing. Yeah. Do you um, like Wayfair at all? Do you ever yeah. get stuff from them too? Yeah, we got a few things. Um, when we did the second B&B, we got our couch from Wayfair. We got a bar cart. I don't know if Wayfair's like cool again. I know there yeah, was that, sure. that little thing that <laughs> happened. I don't know. Um, but yeah, every you know every once in a while, they're, they have good options for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Do you have any um, favorite places you like thrift things from here locally? Yeah, there there are a lot of good thrift stores. I'm like totally blinking on or even all just of the them area. Names. Yeah, I feel like I grew up in like the Knob Hill area, so that's where I'm most familiar with. Um, but yeah, Central and Monroe, there are a bunch of good thrift stores right there. Um, on Lomas and like San Mateo, I forget when that one's called, but it's right across the street from Sprouts. They have the greatest stuff. I get, like, a lot of furniture from them. They always have good finds. Oh, that's interesting. I was driving by that because I went by Humble, uh-huh. and I did um, a taste at High and Dry, uh-huh. and I saw that there, and I was like, man, I've never gone to it's that a good store. One. Okay. Yeah, and it's pretty big. It looks pretty large. I feel so bad. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, they um, can find it. It's across from Spouts. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. on Lomas and San Mateo. It's probably called Thrift Shop or yeah, something like they're that. All, they're yeah, all thrift. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, I love thrifting. I feel like that's when you find those unique treasures that you can't buy at Ikea where everyone has it. 
So, and anytime we can like upcycle is good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when we renovated our home that we're in, we were lucky and some of the furniture that was in the house, we were able to, you know, kind of upcycle in that way. And it's cool to kind of Mm -hmm. have some of the old parts of the house and then the new parts kind of coming together. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what kind of creates that visual interest. Yeah. It keeps it interesting. It's not just like a catalog. Totally. You know? Exactly. And so what's next? What's in the horizon? Is it makeup? Is it more casitas? Is it all of the above? Where do you see yourself? Uh, We're just like, I feel like we're at a phase where we're in the thick of a lot with each business. So it's hard to see, you know, too far ahead. We're really just trying to get through. Like right now, um, we're having to get permits for all of the B&Bs with the city. So they just like mandated this like, policy that every every airbnb has to have a permit so like oh really yeah so just you know the not kind of permit do you need you have to get a business license with the city and register and it that's pretty common in other bigger cities so it was only a matter of time before it happened here but it's just you know interesting that they chose to do it right like during covid ish times yeah exactly you know everybody is so backed up so it's there's not a lot of like resources and it's it's a confusing process so doing that for five airbnbs right now i'm like want to stab my eyes out work is like the thing that i hate the most it sometimes (laughs) keeps me from doing things i'll never mind that's just a dream that's like the (laughs) not fun part of being a boss or being a entrepreneur business owner like the admin side of things so we're doing a lot of that right now. Um, Something Ginger is moving into a new studio space downtown, which is really exciting. So um, just like a lot of stuff like that, that a lot of the back end work. Um, So once that cools down, then honestly, I'm just going to focus on my wedding because that in itself is a huge (laughs) thing. But I mean, down the road, I, I think we'd love to expand more on the management side of Airbnbs. Uh, I think we have our hands full right now um, just because it was like we went from basically two to five in like less than a year. So that's a lot. And I want to make sure we're always doing quality over quantity um, because then things just slip through the cracks or, the you know, it's just not as good as it could be for the guests, the experience. But um, we'll see where that goes. I'm always on Zillow looking at places, but the market is just crazy right now. So it's super crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to just be happy with what we have and focus on those. And you know, everything. You know, you own a home. You know, like there's always a project that you could be focusing on with the current property. So yeah, we want to just keep making our properties better and invest into them and do the small repairs to make it you know even more special. Um, but yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm super excited. So if people want to follow along to what you're doing and they're listening, can you share a couple of your different handles so that they can see what you're up to? Yeah. So um, the Casitas Airbnb handle is Katas Casitas or Katas underscore underscore Casitas. Um, and then my personal makeup page is Kata Makeup and uh, the wedding company is something ginger something underscore ginger 
super cute awesome mm-hmm. i love all the names too you've done a great job so many i'm like what's my name i don't know my name but most days and we do have a winner for the okay, southwest yeah. loft and yeah. randomly drew a name mm-hmm. and do you want to say the handle for who is our winner hopefully you can see that okay i know it's like blue on blue i know it is <laughs> Uh, the winner is Life with Apples. Congratulations, <laughs> Becca Apadaka. I'm super happy for you. It happens that we both know her, yeah, so that's even she's cooler. A sweetie. Yeah. yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, I hope you enjoy the loft. Oh, she'll love it. Yeah, I can't wait to see all of her selfies. I know. Your loft. I know. Perfect. I can picture her now setting up her phone <laughs> and like taking our pictures it'll be great yeah <laughs> send me the content exactly <laughs> that's one of the things yeah any anytime you run different instagrams anytime anybody yeah. does content please send it to yeah, me yeah it will and it's so fun to see again because i don't talk i don't meet these people usually in person so when they tag us and seeing them enjoying the spaces like that just makes me so happy you're like wow like someone's in there loving it you know appreciating all the things so. yeah absolutely you see people appreciating really what you put all your effort yeah. into and you're like it comes all together right. and it feels super good yeah absolutely well awesome well thank you so much kata it was wonderful to finally officially meet you in the flesh you as well thank you for having me yeah absolutely and thank you all of you who have been listening in today on this friday we absolutely appreciate you here at tell abq and we hope that you have an amazing weekend and if you tune in on Tuesday, Jade and I will be interviewing Andrew from High and Dry Brewing. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thanks. Bye. Welcome to Social Cue with me, your host, Ashley Buffington. Each week, I'll be sitting down with local influencers, businesses, and movers and shakers, where they're going to give you all of their tips and tricks and tell you all the things they love about our beautiful state of New Mexico. And of course, guys, there will be giveaways. Make sure you tune in every Friday. That's Social Cue.